0: Hey everyone and welcome to 121 in Flux. I am Peter, that is Connor and we talk about movies on this show. This episode is going to be about a film called The Man from London which is notable because the reason why we're doing this ep- this movie is because uh, on our Oscar predictions uh, at the start of the month uh, we've each picked a movie that we would do if one of us won and by one just getting the most right and I won by one point. So, yeah, yes, you did. It, so, was, it was close, but you won. It was close, and here we are. And I loved that the reason why I won it was the sound categories that pushed me over the top.
1: I stand by the Oscars. They got it wrong. They were shy. I don't know why they picked what they did. No, no, no,
0: no. no. I won, therefore they got it right. No, no, no. no.
1: They gave it to the, the... the just the wrong
0: choice. Uh-huh. Uh, so... What, what is The Man from London? We'll start spoiler free, of course, and we'll give you warning before we get into spoilers. But uh, The Man from London is a Bellatar film. Uh, it's actually co directed as well by uh, Agnes Hranitsky. Hranitsky, yeah. yeah.
1: Which I, I will say, dick move on the credits, because it says, you know, it says director Bellatar and like a bunch of other things, and then additional, like, co director. And, and I was like, so, well, you just say directors together at the top. That was kind of a dick move.
0: Well, I think I think it's very it's because it's not think it's equal directors because it's very much a Bellator movie, <laughs> like through no, and through. No, no, that, that's true.
1: But I still feel like you know the other director should get a bit more credit than you know, like quite far. It was you know relatively far
0: down this list. Agnes knew what he signed up for. Yeah, you'd hope. Or she? I'm actually sure. Yeah. Uh... See, I, I assume she, if it wasn't a foreign name, but I'm not actually sure. Um, I it it's, it's a she. Is it she? Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Alright, so, uh, Man from London. Uh, so, Bellatar, who is Bellatar? Bellatar is a director, a Hungarian director, uh, who has made a bunch of movies, uh, two of which I have seen before: Verkmeister uh, Harmonies and The Two in Horse. And I really like those movies, particularly Verkmeister Harmonies. That film is fantastic. Um, it's very art house. All his movies are black and white. He's, he's known for having very long shots, very long takes, uh, very slow pace, very moody, uh, very arthouse. So that's kind of the thing. Um, and I'd been mean to watch this for a long time. In fact, I'm pretty sure i have been mean to watch this since the year it came out. But for whatever reason, I just never got around to it. And this was just an excuse <laughs> to finally do that. Uh <laughs> And at some point, these older movies that I've not seen, like Damnation, which I also plan to get around to at some point. Uh, I think, I think, I think secretly I was holding out for a HD release at some point, and it's just not quite happened. And no, we're, at, no. and and we're at the point now where I feel like it's just the cause Yeah, might as well just watch it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's that's It's nah, a shame of the matter, but uh, here we are. So uh, notably, though, this this movie uh, isn't. It's not actually in Hungarian. It's actually set in France, and it's basically fifty-fifty English and French, depending on which characters speaking. Yeah. Uh, and bizarrely, Tilda Swinton's in there. <laughs> I-, I did not know that <laughs> before I watched yeah, it. Yeah, you
1: just see a name at the start,
0: and I'm like, Well, oh, right, okay." So it's so as cool as she was like, "Oh, well, I like that art, art house director. I'm going to go do a re- re- movie with him." Uh, and she's she's there. She she's not even a big role. Arguably, it's quite a Relatively well, minor she's role. She's just kind of around here or there. Yeah, she's the main character's wife who's in a few scenes but not a whole bunch. Yeah. Uh so the premise of The Man from London, which is based on, I believe, an old novel, uh is uh basically we have this uh the, this this railway worker who does the you know the, the, the crossing. Uh, where he changes the the railway lines, he's working at a a, a a railway that's right next to the docks where the ships come in. So you know it's quite natural. Obviously, a lot of the the ships will come in and then they'll get off and go on a train depending on where they're going. Uh, it makes a lot of sense. Uh, you must yeah. You, you'd imagine this was the, the the channel because it's you know someone from London who's came. Uh, uh, that, that's what I would assume. Yeah, on the boat.
1: I mean, there's a there's a few places it could be. Admittedly,
0: there's a few it could be, but uh, that's the, the 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 natural assumption I think to make first. And yeah, so basically he witnesses uh, a murder. while uh, well, he's working because he's he's in this great little kind of tower. Uh, tower, yeah. Uh, so he's up high and he's got, he's got windows all around him, and he witnesses this event. And he goes down and he retrieves the box that the person who was killed had on him, and it's full of money and uh, that kind of sets up the plot, and he's worried that the other person who killed the guy might be after him, and there's uh, obviously other people who come to inspect said murder and theft of money that these guys were fighting about, and that's kind of the plot of the movie, and it is, in traditional Bellator fashion, uh, I think, I don't think there's a single line of dialogue Outside of like sort of murmurs from characters in the distance, right? Because when he's watching through the window at the start, you do hear. You do a, hear a bit, yeah. But yeah, but the main character doesn't open his mouth. You, you don't hear a single word from him. And I checked. I was curious when it when it first happened. Uh, I, I checked. I,
1: I, I'm gonna guess about half an hour. Yeah, five
0: minutes maybe. It was thirty minutes. It's thirty minutes before our main character speaks, um, and that's kind of the pacing you expect with Bellatar. He loves to do a do lots of long shots, lots of long tapes, very black and white, it's very beautiful. Uh, but before I go any further, uh, I committed this knowing I liked his movies. I, I knew coming into this what his movie was going to be like, and it is very much through and through a Bellatar movie. So I asked a question with great, great curiosity, cu- Curiosity, if I can speak properly tonight. Uh, Connor, did you enjoy The Man from London?
1: Eh. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I like how it looks. But uh i don't know kind of the, the the plot wasn't doing much for me and
0: how it looks can
1: only sustain me for so
0: long okay <laughs> okay yeah. uh it's like i actually had no idea how you were going to land on this
1: neither did i because i, I mean no you know, idea. like i watched a man in twin peaks sweep a floor for about four minutes no problem and, you
0: know, yeah, but at least primitive. that came after about 15 hours of non-stop thrill ride <laughs> stuff. It was like, okay, yeah, yeah, right, I'll, I'll give them this scene. <laughs> give b- them this b- weird... The b-
1: b- point is, you know, I'm not opposed to watching slow, drawn-out scenes. But, I don't know, I just felt like the plot didn't really do anything for me in the movie.
0: Uh, I, I think the plot works well enough. Uh, I think it's definitely stronger at the start as you're discovering what it's about. I, th- I think uh, that was probably my favourite plot-wise. I... For me, Bellator works... Because I, I watched Vertmeister Harmonies knowing nothing about it, other than I had some buzz from certain people. And I didn't know anything about it. I put it on this Hungarian, black and white, you know, one sixty six uh, ratio movie, which this also is. This is 1.66. Yeah. um, Not knowing what it was. And, you know, the opening of that is, is a guy teaching people about the rotation of the planets by making, like, you know, couples at this, you know, bar dance like the, the rotation of the planets and you know this music's playing i i assume it's the same composer who did because it sounded very similar in terms of its uh, style right uh, the music here which i also like as well i like the music that oh, he's, I, I
1: do like the music a lot yeah yeah
0: i i kind of like he has this simplicity to it where he, li- he likes to have like just three or four cues and you'll just use those three or four cues
1: yeah slight variations here or there
0: yeah but they're very much and they'll play for a while they, they kind of accompany the, the music the, the the visuals where it'll be nice drawn out kind of pieces yeah. um and another big theme of the movies is kind of a uh, time and the, almost the ticking there's no actual clocks but it almost feels like sometimes in the music or sometimes there'll be like a sound effect like at one point there's a kid bouncing a ball off a wall but it's yeah. per, it's, it's perfectly in time and it's giving yeah. the scene a rhythm uh for me this is a pure art house exercise in how to visually make a movie interesting, even when what's happening is very simple. Okay. And for me, the visuals keep me kind of on the edge the entire time. I am so wrapped up in what's happening on the screen. Um, the open the opening scene where you're you're watching this this boat and you're, there's characters in the distance on the boat like talking about something and one gets off and then they're throwing this box of money over to the, the other guy you know, across the water yeah. uh, and then the fight. And as we're going back and forth behind the window, we eventually reveal there's someone actually watching this. You know, the camera comes back and you actually see behind them. And then you see, like, all oh, the train's leaving. And it's it's very methodical. You see everything. Uh, and I nothing impresses me more when I start to think about how much of a pain this was to get all right and get the timing of everything. Because especially when you've got something like a train, the train has to move at the right time. Yeah. You know, like just all these factors and uh, it's one thing when you do it in a room but it's another when you've got this location where he's looking out at a boat, a train and multiple people, there's water.
1: I, I will say the advantage to doing it in this way compared to just in a room with people is mm. it's really easy to give everyone radios and just go right now, here's oh, your cue you, you do this.
0: Oh And to be fair with very little dialogue there's nothing to stop the director just shouting out directions as they go there's anyway. There's not,
1: which actually brings me to one of my major criticisms. I know
0: where you're going with this.
1: There is some <laughs> truly atrocious dubbing in this movie
0: there there is for some reason uh the lines are all dubbed some are some are better than others uh yeah yeah but some of it is because the main character whenever he spoke i I felt like it was fine uh but like tilda swinton was role paid the the, the english investigator when he shows up he is just like not even remotely close it's bizarre um
1: it it was so bad that there is french dubbing I, I that I can see is just that wrong. Uh, I, I'm not, I'm barely even listening to the language because I don't speak it. I'm reading the subtitles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm going, this is so bad. <laughs> it really took me out of the moment quite a few times in the movie. Joe,
0: you know what's funny is like it it took me out when the, the inspector did sh- showed up. I was like, okay, right, that that is bizarre enough. off. Uh, to to the credit though of the movie, I'd say like. <laughs> of his lines are delivered when you see the back of his head and not the front.
1: (laughs) I I, I almost feel like they knew that this was going to happen. Like, you know, that, okay, he's he's not good at this. Let's use shots from the back.
0: Yeah. uh, But it always worked in the style of of what they were doing uh, thematically. So I, I can't really fault it. Basically, it is a problem. It is something you can complain about. I think immediately I went, oh, wait, they did this, like, 60s, 70s Italian style where they didn't care about the dubbing they just didn't yeah. care about it, um, and it is a, it is glaring, it is annoying from a modern perspective. But I put up with it in like the good, the bad, the ugly. I can put up with it here.
1: That's fair. I think I can forgive it more in a film from the '60s than I can from two thousand. What is it seven, it, six, eight? Two thousand seven.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, I can forgive it a lot more
0: from you know fifty years ago. Which is here, a like, worth. No excuse. It's worth mentioning as well. This, this doesn't feel like it's set present in day two thousand seven.
1: No, absolutely not.
0: It does not feel like that There's at all. There's very little technology. It feels. I think
1: it's. it's
0: I think it's intentionally kind of timeless. Like I think it's intentionally maybe. It if, if
1: I had to place it based on some fashion and you know, like you know, what let's go. I'd I'd say maybe 60s. Yeah. 50s, mayb-
0: 60s. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, it's not even like there's like any haircuts that would make extreme 60s. No, or... I'm
1: just thinking of you know, some some of the coats
0: that they wear. Like yeah. nothing
1: nothing outlandish. Just here or there. I'm going. Okay, that's the vibe I'm getting.
0: I think it's very intentionally like you don't know exactly when this is. Some this is yeah. some place because they never even like name the town or anything like that. Even though you could maybe try and work it out based on where the boat is and like where you know like yeah. Okay, if this is coming from the, through the channel and it's probably one of these places. But I think it's intentionally this is some place somewhere yeah you know it'd be kind of timeless in that that sense because uh, the story ultimately is about a uh, greed and um sort of doing things you're not very proud of to try and solve your your troubles your your money problems and yeah. so on
1: which is a point something that might date it a bit more accurately is the money
0: it's true yeah the money is actual money so you can
1: yeah it's it's mostly 20 pound notes you know, the other the so you can kind of place it within a certain time frame for how you know okay how long have those been in circulation?
0: That said, though it was two thousand seven, and correct me if I'm wrong, but the euro was already a thing in two thousand seven, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah. So what's the problem? Well, at one point, I think when he's buying something, uh, it sounded like it was really expensive for euros. I assumed it was francs. Yeah.
1: I mean, that that that's that's fair. Yeah. Okay. You're
0: right. Because it, it, he charged. I won't say what it is for spoilers sake. It's not a huge spoiler, but he, he charges him. He didn't say the, 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 the currency. He says four hundred and sixty, and I went, oh, that must be francs because that sounds outlandish like in euros.
1: Unless that's the point that this or was maybe, a really outlandish
0: yeah. purchase. But he only handed them over a few notes. Uh,
1: that, that's that's true. He, he, he
0: literally hands them like three or four, you know, notes. No, you're right. So, in le- I, mean, I mean, they could be hundreds, but, I mean, they could. it doesn't seem like it.
1: <laughs> no, no, you're right. It didn't feel like Euros.
0: Because it's not like he was using the British money, because he couldn't be yet, because it's British money. <laughs> yeah. He has to get that exchange somehow.
1: Right. But, I mean, th- there is a point in time where you have th- that British currency and, you know, before Euros, right?
0: Oh sure, yeah. It was probably like a twenty-year window or something with like that. So
1: you'd... you can kind of start nailing it down if you really want to. You can,
0: but I, 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 I think that's less.
1: Um... This is more just uh, this is what we had on hand because I, this I, is what the currency was.
0: I think this is a budget thing because I, I was actually looking up earlier on. Uh, apparently, they had some issues and they got shut down after because uh, this is, this was really, uh, really, really dark and like kind of a unfortunate thing for everyone involved. But uh, one of the original producers killed himself. Like. Like days before the film started shooting, and then yeah. the financing went to shit, and it went through a bank. and it, They had a lot of. They ended up starting shooting a year later than it was supposed to. Because it was yeah. maybe shooting like mid 2005, and ended up not shooting most of it until mid 2006. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, so. Yeah, so I, I think that actually might be the sound thing, and where that comes from is the budget. I, I think. because No, because they've got these locations that are you know, they're out in the open, they're the real places. I think they just made a call to... to, Since most of it is so dialog light because there is a... Just get away with it, yeah. No, I I get that. There's so much of the movie where it is, like like I say, the opening 20, 30 minutes, which is probably the strongest part of the movie. I love that. Oh, absolutely. I I think
1: the the opening is definitely the best because that's the point where you you were talking about how, okay, this is how the, the visuals make interest. You're talking about that, you're describing that opening scene. I'm fully into it at that point. It's only when it gets later in the movie that I'm like okay, the plot's still not doing anything, it, it's fine, and then it's like, okay, now the, see, the I was intrigue into the, and the mystery of
0: the opening's gone. Yeah, I was into the plot right to the start, and then... I, oh, was... See, I was at
1: the start, but as it went on, I got less interested.
0: No, I was still into because I, I kind of realised what it was doing with its themes, and I realised how it was comparing him to the guy who originally stole the money, and I was, I was kind of comparing and contrasting. But like I say, I think the camera for me is so confident, and it always feels like... When I watch a l- most movies, and I, I don't mean to say this in a way to like, belittle like, other cinematographers or other directors, like that's, that's not what I mean to do here. But there's so many movies, especially TV, maybe TV's a better example here, where so much of TV, it feels like there's a way you're supposed to cover a scene and they'll mostly do that, and then there'll, there'll be some artistic flourishes here or there to mm. give it a bit of style, or maybe get the mood they want, or whatever. But there's still the, the basic idea of, okay, we need a master shot, we need you know reverse shots of the two characters in a scene or whatever um there's there's rules that we have to fill so there's, there's check boxes to check all the way down and then you make it work in the edit it, you know it feels like they get so much coverage of all these different shots just to make sure when they get in the edit room they know they've got enough to make it work because they're, they're not necessarily confident that they actually can cobble together the scene they're worried that oh maybe one thing might not work and as someone who's actually made student films and stuff, I. I, I sympathise. It's, it's
1: probably the way you should go for most of the, most of the time
0: to to an extent there's a safety factor there yeah uh, but this feels so confident this is like so like the camera feels like it's part of the choreography of the scene and it's not even hmm. like the scenes itself have you know like I often talk about action scenes how like an action scenes are the most effective when the camera feels like it's part of the choreography in the scene here the camera's part of the choreography for every single scene. Even if it's just characters sitting around talking, it feels like it's part of the because it's just like an entire scene will be one shot. There's there's very little cut. Most of the cuts in this movie are between scenes. There's very little end no, no, scene cutting. It's, it's true. Uh,
1: uh, there is there is a clear level of quality in in the camera work, especially as well as the, the direction overall. Don't get me wrong, mm. but ultimately it's just not enough alone to hold my interest. I need something as well as that to back it up. Maybe if the sound hadn't been taking me out of moments, it would have been easier. Because hmm. these uninterrupted shots are being interrupted by this glaring problem to to my mind, at least. Like where I'm I'm seeing this and it's taking me out of the moment. So it almost feels like there's a cut, even when there's not.
0: Yeah. Well, I I completely am the opposite. Uh, for me the visuals in the story are completely enough. Because it's, it's not a super complex story. There's not a super complicated amount of things that happen as the movie goes on. It's very simple when you actually boil it down to what's what's per- taking place. Uh, and all of his movies are, are kind of like that, at least the ones I've seen. Uh, I, I think it's just not
1: a particularly interesting story to me, though, is, is the problem with that. The, the, the story's not backing up the visuals for me.
0: Um... I can't really counter that with anything.
1: No, no, you can't. That's a personal thing. Like, I'm like, <laughs> it's it's just not working for me.
0: No, that's no, just... I think the story's fine. Uh, story story's good, even. Uh, but I, I think he intentionally works better with a simple story because it's all about handling each scene with the caring time to make it feel like it's it's real to some extent. That That's the that's the beauty of doing the one shot that lasts so long and having everything just be part of the scene. Uh, one of my favourite things that he does, he, he often will end a scene with a character contemplating something Usually, a side character. Usually, a character who was just kind of there for the other, the rest of the conversation. You know, at one point, the guy into the, the bar, who's you know, what's in the bar, hotel. It'll just it'll linger on him for the, the ten seconds at the end of the, the scene.
1: It's funny. I actually think it does that a little too often that it stops feeling real because it's everyone's doing it. Oh, sure, sure, okay, It huh, breaks huh,
0: the immersion. No, let me clarify this. When I say real, I don't mean real as in realistic. Yeah. The, I I mean a completely different thing. When I say real, I mean this is a a world that is existing, but not our world. There is nothing realistic about the way these characters pause or yeah. do things. But the funny thing is, is this is exactly the sort of thing when I was doing student films, where I kept telling actors to, "No, you're doing things too quick. Slow the goddamn down. I want suspense, or I want." And there was nothing compared to this. Like this, this was this was a more normal amount of suspense and stuff. I was trying to go for, mm. but i love drawing this shit out i love it with a passion uh the the, the like the, the Bellator's is a director i discovered who like plays to my my weirder sensibilities in a way that i didn't know could be played yeah. to all
1: okay. right here's what i think it is uh, to count what you've just said you know you said oh it builds the suspense right mm-hmm. i think after a point i'm bored of the suspense a, there comes a time where I need the the payoff. Eventually, it's it's quite a while, admittedly, that I can wait. Like like that opening thirty minutes, by far the best part of the film. Like and there's very really little pay. There's so much suspense still in there, but eventually I'm like, okay, it's all just suspense. It's like ninety five percent suspense. I'm like, okay, it's it's uh, just a bit too much for me. I disagree. That's first taste. <laughs> and
0: in the words of Tommy Wiseau, I disagree.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, this is not something I'm saying is, you know, objectively wrong with it. Like, I can't hmm. say, you know, this is bad, because it's clearly not. I'm not saying oh, that.
0: I'm that's just... the thing. That's just the thing about uh, Bellatar is that uh, even amongst film people, if you want to use that phrase, or whatever you want to call it, the film community or film fans or whatever, is very, he's, he's very 50 50. Like, half the people think he's a goddamn genius and think his movies are visual poetry. And I'm, I'm kind of in that camp. I, I, I think visual poetry is actually the best way to put this. They're, they're, they're tone visual poems, I guess, is, is how I'd phrase it. It might be.
1: The problem with that is I don't really like poetry.
0: Oh, I hate it. <laughs> well, I hate it. That's a bit harsh. But
1: <laughs> That was really strong.
0: But I don't like poetry either. No, but, I don't. But film is a different medium. Uh, I, I, I'm using poetry to kind of. Uh, I I know I know. it's right, just what it's Because David Lynch, I think, is a lot this in a, a lot of the same way. I I feel like he like a lot of the stuff that people don't like about him. He's abstract stuff to me. That is visual poetry, and I don't think it works in every medium. I don't, I don't necessarily like that in poetry. I don't even necessarily like it in prose or comic books because I feel like it gets a bit more murky in those mm-hmm. typically. But I think there's something with, with film, with visuals and audio, where you can kind of link these weird things together to make this cohesive whole, even though it's really weird and and different. Um, and Bellator's movies aren't actually that weird. They're, they're just kind of off center a little bit. Like like you say, like characters pause for a little bit too long, where it feels like they're of this world, it's a little bit different. But they all act appropriately to belong in that world. They're all consistent, yeah. And that's what I like about it. And some people hate that. Some people hate... When characters all feel like they're, they're all like you know, I always go back to the, the Joss Whedon thing where some people think all his characters sound witty and too witty the same way, and that takes them out of it. Um, uh, you know, other examples like that. And to me, that doesn't bother me at all. To me, that's that's the style of what's going on here. It not everything has to fit what the the archetype uh, of normal is. That,
1: that's fair. It's it's a criticism I have had of and not all the time. Like you know, the the, the Joss Whedon I obviously don't agree with. But um, I can think a couple of examples in comics, like uh, uh, Bendis or occasionally uh, King, where I'll feel like okay, there's it's just too, there's not enough variety in the character voices, yeah. and it's that that kind of translates to here sometimes where I'm like, yeah, okay, they're all a bit too similar.
0: Oh, you're reading the voices. You just put a different voice on, you'll be fine. Do an accent for what's <laughs> Anyway, the point I was getting at before is that I said half, half think he's you know yeah. so, so it's visual poetry, and then the other half think he's a goddamn hack, uh, and there's like nothing of merit in any of his work. <laughs> okay,
1: I definitely don't think that. I, I want to make that clear. So you're, you're the weird clearly, guy in the middle who, <laughs> like, there, there is clearly talent, like, undeniably, like, okay, this guy knows what he's doing and what he's. Put out here is clearly exactly
0: what he wanted to. to oh bottle. yeah, that this is unapologetic, which is why I love it. I, even like I, do, I I love it anyway. But even if I didn't like the finished product, I would applaud it because this is unapologetically his work of art. Whether you no. want to phrase it that way, no, no, and like, I, I, I agree with that. This is this is no one interfered. No, no studio told him what to do. No one made him compromise. He just made his goddamn movie, and it is his thing. It's, it's, again to compare it back again to David Lynch. We, we appreciate when it, no, this is just David Lynch movie. Like, it may not work, it may be weird, it may not be for everyone, it may not be publicly or mainstream or, you know, uh, financially like successful in any way, shape, or form, but it's his goddamn story. Yeah, absolutely. So. It's,
1: like I say, like, uh, I like, and I can respect the hell out of that. Like, this is unequivocally, this is art, don't be wrong, but art doesn't work for everyone, unfortunately.
0: No, it doesn't. Uh, and,
1: I mean, to, to go to David Lynch, there was a certain point of uh, Twin Peaks where, I just fundamentally disagreed with one of the implications. I, I, I would never say to change it or, you know, or disagree. I disagree with it. I don't like it. But that's the vision. That's the story. That's the art. Fine. And I feel similar here. It's like, hey, don't change this. Don't change it on my account. It doesn't have to work for me. It's clearly working for a lot of people,
0: you included. Not uh, that many. It's, it's not like most people have heard of Bellator. <laughs> Alright, okay, fine. But... <laughs> a, a very strong minority of people <laughs> all right, love fine. this. <laughs> yes,
1: but I, I don't love it. I, I, It just, it doesn't speak to me in the same way that it does to you, uh, unfortunately.
0: Now, what do you think the reaction would have been if I would somehow got Matt to watch this?
1: Oh, Matt would have tried to rip your head off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, 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 that's just a staff, off. Oh, jeez. Oh, I, I can't imagine Matt ever trying to sit through this movie. I really can't.
0: Oh god, I love it so much. It, there's something so powerful to me about just shutting the goddamn up, hell up and just sh- pure visual storytelling. That opening was the cameras going came back and forth, and you realize someone's watching, and you see the different parts, and then you see him go outside and get the money and come back, and you see this money, like the whole thing. Uh, a lot of it one shot.
1: Yeah, yeah. All that's that is pretty. Like my my standout point of the movie, which is kind of a shame because it's kind of like okay, it's a little downhill from there almost.
0: Um, so 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 good, and I like. So I, I'll give a spoiler warning if, if anyone cares about spoilers for for uh, for Man from London. Uh, here's your point of no return. Uh, so, uh, like you know, so obviously there's the the person who murdered the other guy. Like sort of like one of my other favorite little moments of this movie is. We we follow our main character uh, Maloine. or I don't know if you pronounce it. Uh, foreign names, <laughs> I can't do it. Uh, but he he like you know he, he sees his daughter who works at this small uh, butcher store shop thingamajig, and she's sleep, sweeping in the back. She, she's she's or, or she's mopping in the back. Uh, I remember because she was kicking out a hell of a lot of water out the door. She kept like you're s- right yeah sweeping it out, and it was just like I was, Like I hope someone walks past as you're doing that, just so you splash them. Uh, you know. Head to toe in water, but he stops and looks like, chats to her for a little bit, and it sets up some of the themes where he's not really comfortable with her working there. He thinks she's better than that. Uh, so again, the theme of money problems being a thing. That's why he's tempted to keep the money and you know not report the murder and blah 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 blah. Uh, but he walks down the street and there's this kid you know uh, kicking the the football off the wall, and again it's this 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 beat to the scene, and then the camera comes back, and the the murderer then walks. And but the whole thing takes place over several minutes. Yeah, and then he finally walks past as well, and I'm like, oh, that was a good little reveal. It was, it was just, it's, it's it's not surprising necessarily. You kind of you already have the suspicion that he, he knows that he might be, you know, have the money or know something or at least witness the crime. Yeah, like you already have that in your head, but it's just a simple thing of like, no, we're going to play this in real time, and we're going to see the moment where he actually he's in pursuit. We're going to see it's, that.
1: It's true, and I think those are the moments that sometimes lose me where. I get bored of the suspense. It goes on just too long that I, the suspense goes away, and I'm just okay. I'm just waiting for it now. That's, that's I'm not. Wild. I'm not waiting. I'm not anticipating it anymore. Like I am for a while, <laughs> and then after a while, I'm just like, uh, yeah, I, I can only hold anticipation in my body for so long <sighs> until it just kind of has to go somewhere.
0: I guess it's just different tolerances for that. I, I really yeah. don't how I don't know how to describe how much I love how much he makes you wait for the, the thing to happen but nice. i do there's something about just the camera sitting there down that alleyway. and just the, the pace of the, the ball hitting the hitting the wall it just works it's it's like a really slow piece of music where it's making you wait for that note to come in and you know it's coming and you you, you got that the, the, the long chord from beforehand still ringing out it just keeps going it just keeps going and then you're waiting for it and then eventually it comes in and it's like this release i i i, I and I get that for a lot of people, this is just too long and drawn out. But uh, uh, I said it's it's clearly not bad. It just
1: uh, it it loses me because I'm like uh, I, the 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 payoff of okay, you know, he's, oh, there he is, he's walked past. I don't get that moment because I've already gone. Okay, and then uh, when he walks past, I'm like, all right, there he is. I'd love it, if that. everyone
0: who watches this or listens to this goes and checks the movie out and comes back, and you know, I'd wonder like how many people would like it, how many people would hate it and so on uh my 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 fear is that almost everyone would hate it and i'd get a lot of angry messages <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sending them all off in that it, it depends
1: on the you know the, the type of film fan who goes to, to watch it
0: doesn't it I, I think it does and i feel like there's no predicting if you're going to like it or not because i don't think even you if I, I i mean i described this well enough like his style well enough before you went and watched this and I don't think you could really predict. Okay, I like slow movies. Yeah, it's always
1: great. I, I I stand like this could have gone either way for me. Like it really could have, and, and like I, said, I, I still appreciate it. I still think it's a, a a very good, well put together movie. It just it just loses the, the the impact for me.
0: But hey, I so I want to talk about some of the other plot stuff that happens. Obviously, a big thing in the movie is that he wants to like you know get his daughter out of the, the the awful work, and he just does it without thinking about it, and, he, and then he, he he takes her and buys her out of this for which, you know, the previous I mentioned, 400 plus plus which, which is why I was
1: thinking this, this might be euros, because, like, you know, it's the decadence of it.
0: Oh, sure, sure. No, that makes sense. It was just, when he paid for it, it was like a couple of, like, you know... Yeah,
1: he, yeah. Uh, but like I said, maybe he's just got 100 euro notes.
0: Maybe he does, but I think the whole point is, all they're kind of poor, and that's why <laughs> this is, you know, an extreme thing. An
1: extreme purchase, yeah. yeah
0: because uh, he takes the money out of like, a little box they've got in their, their bedroom that's where he gets it and you know, and the way you told the sweating is like, screaming at him like oh, you didn't think about this you didn't think about the, the consequences i like no this makes sense for the character because he didn't think about the consequences earlier either he went out and got the money he was tempted and he didn't think about it he just did it and didn't yep. consider the consequences and that's kind of the big theme of the movie is like these consequences and greed because we find out the guy who stole the money and then murdered his friend to like keep the money uh, he was having money troubles. Him and his wife were struggling to pay bills, and he did this. And the guy he stole from, who was like closing his theatre, is like, No, oh, if you just give the money back, there'll be no questions asked. I'll even give you like the, the last couple of nights at of box office. Uh, yeah. But you have to give me the rest of the money back because, you know, I'm, I'm retiring. <laughs> I'm, I'm doing my thing. And there's a real cold nature to it where it's almost like the rest of the world. Like Even though our main character realises like the, the lines that he's crossed. Because eventually we hear from his daughter, oh, the, 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 there's a man in the in our cabin, and he goes down to check, and he takes down some food, with the intention of just giving him some food, uh, yeah. seemingly, and we just stay outside the cabin, and this is a, one of these things I love, I'm like, oh, what's going on inside the cabin? What's going on in there? And you feel like you probably know, well, there's probably a confrontation, but you don't really know for sure, and then he comes out, and he's out of breath, and am like, oh, no, oh, no. And he, but that's the thing, he immediately just goes to the, the inspector, and says, hey, arrest me, I killed your, hmm. killed your man, about an hour ago. Here's your money, yep. uh, and this is the thing. So they go down, and I love the long shot of them walking down uh, to the cabin with with the inspector. It's all over the shoulder, just going yeah. down. Uh, again, it's it a feel- lot closer
1: than most of the movies been.
0: It is, yeah, and it feels very again just the fact that we're out by the seaside and we're just kind of like doing this over the shoulder shot this entire time. There is this real sense to it because you are just going for this walk with them. There's no yeah. trickery, there's no nothing, it's just that. And I love that shot, but afterwards he's like, hey, you know, this is basically a self-defense, he attacked you essentially. Um, so, you know, here's some money, and he doesn't want to take it, as, as does the wife, because the wife of the, the murderer has, like shown up as well, and she's just like heartbroken, and she doesn't want to take the money either. Uh, neither of them do. Neither of them, like, both of them have had like an emotional turnabout because of this. He's kind of learned the cost of like giving up his morals and giving up everything to for money, so he doesn't want to take it. This is not about gain, but this this inspector feels so cold. He's just like, no, you've earned this. So like, you, know, self defense. Like he's willing to just wipe it all away because essentially he's there to make sure someone else gets their money back. Yeah. It's the it's the cold hard nature of, uh, uh you know, greed. I guess, and mm. you know, oh, it, yeah, definitely. It, it's got those vibes, uh, and so I I think his his films all tend to be really simple in the sense that they don't have a, a deep, deep plot, but the, you can usually look at them and analyse, okay, what's it actually telling us? What's it doing here? Um, and I think for me, all the long drawn-out takes and the long drawn-out scenes, it's all about feeling what the character's feeling in that, that moment. It's all about no, being with fair. him in that scene. And for me, when he is just sitting there contemplating something, I can usually get it. I can usually get what he's thinking. And that reminds me of another shot I loved um, when he does get home at the after the, his first shift. And he looks out the window, and the the guys followed him, and he's just standing under the streetlight, and it's all darkness. Again, it's black and white. Everything's gorgeous, very pretty. Yeah. Uh, so no. no, no, no.
1: I, I that shot.
0: really reminded me of The Exorcist. Ah, uh, I can see that. I can see that a little bit. Uh, but no. But needless to say, I liked it a lot. <laughs> yeah,
1: I, I I wish I liked it more. Than I did because I can see the talent. It just it's, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm actually quite disappointed. Yeah. But I'm definitely not angry, though. I want to make that clear. I'm not angry oh, that I watched
0: this. That's, that's, that's good. Uh, so on a scale of better or worse than The Last Jedi... Uh, oh. <laughs> I think you already know my answer to that. Yeah, okay, out of 10 then. Out
1: of 10. This is actually quite hard, because objectively I can see the you know, the benefits, but then it, it kind of doesn't work for me a lot of it. So. Mm-hmm. It's quite difficult, because on, on pure talent, it's at least an 8. But then it's not really worth for me. It's just kind of more in like the, the 6 range. So I'll, I'll even it out and give it a 7.
0: Uh, split slight difference. Yeah. Uh, on the former scale, uh, way better than Last Jedi. Um, <laughs> on the traditional 10 scale, um, I'm probably shooting with a straight 9. I think it is very much the style as the substance but I think this is such good filmmaking and such good um camera work and imagery that 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 is what the movie is that that and that that does that can be good enough that it works for me um, if anything, I think it almost works because it's so simple. Like I feel like if you did this but the story was super complex and it was hard to follow because of it, it would actually detract from it. I, th- I think it actually works because, now keep the story simple and let the complexities come from the camera. And I think that's where um, uh, it shines for me. So, straight nine. That's fair. Uh, I, w-
1: I would like to just, just point out the irony that you won this on the sound category, and that is the by far the weakest <laughs> element of this movie.
0: Uh, Undisputed, right? Oh yeah, for the dialogue. Uh, I, I, mean, kind of, I, I don't want to include the music, though, just just to be that clear. No, 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 just the, yeah. the
1: sheer sound quality of the the recording, the, the, of that.
0: The dialogue, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to include the sound effects, because I do actually think the sound effects add a lot to the long shots, where you have like the, the beats in the background, and you have Oh, that's
1: fair. fair. Even some of them I thought the actual the, the sound itself was good, but the hmm. uh, but the, the actual the um, either the to, to not not be too technical at all, but the, the the way it sits in the scene isn't always there for me.
0: Okay, okay, that's fair. Uh, but no, and for the record, out of the ones I've seen, I, I would rank this uh, in the middle. I'd put Vic Harmonies down number one. I'd put this at number two. And then I put tune horse at number
1: three. Fair enough.
0: Just in case anyone was curious, uh, tune horse being about an eight. Still pretty good. Oh yeah, yeah. Obviously, I still liked it a lot. <laughs> um, yeah. uh, and then very Mr the Harmonies was uh, <coughs> a ten. Um, so uh, we <laughs> we can wrap up there. Uh, and the reason why I'm just telling you that is because I've got a funny feeling we're never going to do <laughs> very Mr Harmonies.
1: You no, know, the, the, the weird part is. I don't I'm not even like opposed to watching oh, yeah. his movies, but I don't know how much I'll have to add in terms of conversation.
0: Hmm. That's that's fair.
1: Because if if they're all you know, like I say they're all this style, like, I I appreciate it, but I I don't know how much I I, I don't connect to it. So I don't know how much uh, I have. That left said, to say
0: on him, if folk would like me to pick Ver- Mister Harmonies as an overload vote pick, one one. Oh, th- that's cruel. To go against Matt. Let me know.
1: I'll consider it. But be be warned, Peter may not survive the encounter.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so pick it, make him do it. Oh dear. Uh, so no. Uh, so that that was our, our uh, this week's edition in the art house snobbery uh, film review section of the site. Uh, but no. Um, We're a very balanced review show, aren't we? We are pretty balanced. We we, we cover everything from the schlock that has specific room to the the art house Hungarian black and white. Uh, the genre. Yeah,
1: exactly. We're all it's, over the
0: place. Uh, everything in between. I, I think uh, what I like about that though is it shows that our tastes are very uh, very versatile and I think even between us like you don't like this but there's some stuff that you like that I can't stand. Oh, so, absolutely. So, you know, there's, there's a lot of middle ground of course where we both like things but uh, there are some stuff that is purely down to taste. But hey, so that is uh, The Man From London so if you have seen it and I hope some of you have. I, I hope we get. A I'd be it. intrigued if we, if, if anyone here has seen it. Uh, I'm interested if new people look like, short because they'll see. Oh, there's a review from Man from London. I want you to watch this. Uh, what I will say is though,
1: if if you've if you listened to all this and got the spoilers and you've heard me be a bit more negative, you know the the, hmm. I'd still say go away and watch it. I'd be intrigued for people to, to see this. Go away and
0: watch it, and you know make their own opinion. Ah, uh, see, now you, you can you can all blame Connor if you hate it because he's the one oh, saying well, that's go fair. watch I, it. I
1: like- lot. you might very well hit it. Probably a lot of you will,
0: depending on your tastes.
1: But I think it's, you never know, it's worth checking out.
0: (laughs) If you love a good long shot, you will love the Orchid Bellator. (laughs) <laughs> that's 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 my recommendation. Uh so that that is that is So uh yeah, uh, like, subscribe, all these stuff. Get us on the Twitters at mail underscore fuzz for channel updates. If you want to support the channel, head over to patreon.com slash mailfuzz TV and you can uh, get a link to that in the description. Um and do not worry, uh the, this will be the the last of the art house Hungarian fair uh for a good while, I imagine. <laughs> This was. This was they're, they're all regretting that I won the uh, the Oscar thing now. They're like, damn it, we could have had... What, what was, what was I going to make you watch? Tusk? Oh, Tusk. It was Tusk, yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm glad I won. Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> you haven't even was, seen Tusk. This was for the better. Next time. <laughs> nah, was... Every
1: time we have a contest uh, uh, and this is the prize, Tusk is going in there till <laughs> I win <them.
0: laughs> Uh, but I'm going to have to get really inventive as to what I want to put on. Uh, but hey, so that is that is a Influx. So, By all means, uh, thank you very much once again for watching or listening. We always appreciate the Keep watching movies, guys, and we'll see you next time.